in a world. Four friends. One mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. It'd be really cool. Mm. You know, it would, it would be really, really cool if uh, the fucking ads just started now. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> as long as you don't fuck with me, this will be funny every time, man. <laughs> I feel like if I do fuck with you, it'll be even more funny. It'll be a little funny. Yeah. It'll be a little funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You can play the ads now. Guys, it wouldn't be the Freedom Friends if we didn't talk about our number one sponsor, Warfighter Tobacco. Obviously, you guys have seen us all smoke them. We're here to talk about a quality product that everybody can enjoy. The great equalizer, as we've called it. The Warfighter Tobacco Stick. And it's not just cigars. They've got humidors, travel humidors, cutters, lighters, everything you need to get started on that journey. Check out warfightertobacco.com and use that code FTFO. Score yourself that sweet, sweet 15%. If you want to know my personal favorite, I'm a 762 field guy. I like that Sumatra, real nice and even keeled cigar. Great for us beginner smokers, right? And I'm told that these taste even better when you're listening to the Freedom Friends podcast. Now, back to the show. This episode is brought to you by Grill Your Ass Off. It's no secret, we're all middle-aged dudes who love barbecue. Grill Your Ass Off is our name, main go-to for our spices. That's what we use, man. Whether you're doing burgers on the grill, steaks, or my personal favorite, a little bit of pork belly burn ends, right? They've got you covered on all of that. They also have salsas. They also have seasonings and spices. They got beer salts. They've got everything, man. Check them out. GrillYourAssOff.com slash Podcast or... Use the code Freedom Friends Podcast at checkout. All right, folks. I don't know if my pants are in love, but my zipper's definitely falling for you. Uh, we're sitting here in a triangle. It's a triangle because we're sans. We're sans of Scott. It's isosceles. Yeah, but uh, we're making positive eye contact, so that can mean we're about to do one thing. Johnny boy, everybody, reach to the right and close your eyes. We're about to fuck masturbate, boys. Goddamn <laughs> right! It's time for the Freedom Friends Master Debate, solving the world's problem. Mediocre topic after mediocre topic. How this works is Justin gives us something. We have no idea. We go into this cold every time. We have no idea what he's going to talk to us about. And uh, we usually answer it in three minutes and then fucking spend the rest of the time talking shit. So Is that, uh, is that how it works? Usually. Yeah. I'm just going off. It's been four and a half. It's three minutes of fucking and like 40 minutes of cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is just my speed. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I'm glad that I now know how the debate works. Thank you. It's been four years and I've been lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting to get jerked off. I know. <laughs> Every time I try, you fuckers leave me hanging. Why are you taking your pants off again, man? What the fuck? <laughs> Just go with it. Justin, what you got for us this week? All right, boys. All right, boys. So the conversation y'all were having right before we started this debate was perfect. Because oh, my question is. We talked about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> If you woke up in the 90s, what are the first things you're going to do? <laughs> we used to wake up in the 90s, you fucking child. <laughs> yeah. You know what the first thing that I did is I walked outside and had a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, back then you could smoke inside. It was fine. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> I didn't even get out of bed. I just <laughs> got my smokes off the nightstand. They were right there. Yeah. You grab your smokes, you light up. And then when you move your poster, when you finally move, there's a yellow fucking 
outline of a white fucking square. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just asked us, what did you guys do in the morning? Like, that, that, <laughs> well, that, 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 it's not a debate my, question. My, in the, <laughs> it's just like, hey, he, he what was the know. 90s like? He like, that know. was the actual like, What was the 90s like? You want to know what it was like? It was awesome. It was awesome. The fucking 90s were cool, man. The 80s were dog shit. Every, and the 90s you, were you know fucking what's funny? great. What's funny is in the 90s, I would get up like early and pretty much outside the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. Doing something. Yeah. Right. And then the two that like mid 2000s, once like cell phones and internet and all that shit came around, like I didn't get out of bed till four in the afternoon. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like cell phones changed two big things for me. Downtime and taking a shit. Yeah, but that was smartphones. Yeah. When cell phones first came along, it was just a snake. Yeah, but that was still the Nokia and stuff. I'm talking about like the StarTac and all that shit before like the Nokias came along with Snake. Yeah. But in the 90s, yeah, it was if it wasn't raining, you got up and you immediately went and found somebody else. to go do, somebody else to go hang out with. Yeah. yeah. If it was raining, then I unpaused my copy of NFL Blitz. Oh, uh, boy. Because <laughs> like those systems didn't burn out. Like you could just you could like it was it was a rainy day, you played NFL Blitz, and then it was time to go to bed, so you just paused it and you set it down. Yep. Then you that went to sleep. Spun all night long. <laughs> and so and then you get up and it was like, oh, it's still raining. Start. And you just fucking yeah. carried on your game. Like fucking I miss NFL. What was your, what was your favorite nineties era uh video game system? Mike Tyson punch out on N sixty four. Oh, okay. Okay, so on N sixty four. Yeah. I had it on super. Yeah. Yeah. I played it on Super. I I'm gonna I'm gonna I say, played it on Super too, but N sixty four because it had that weird remote. N sixty four. So like the best part is little middle somebody thing. would be really good at it, but you hand them an N sixty four remote and they're like, yeah. oh, and then you beat the shit out of them. They were good on <laughs> they were good on original NES. Yep. They yep. don't know fuck all about Super Nintendo. Mine's a tie. It's favorite system. Mine's a tie between the N sixty four and the Sega Dreamcast. See, I was a I was a Sega I, Genesis. I was a Sega Genesis or thirty two X when that came out. I the, never the thing that stuck in on the top. It was just a it was it was a thirty two bit yeah, yeah. maker for yeah. the Sega. I, I had a Sega CD. We had the Sega CD, Genesis, and yeah. So I had a Genesis so and everything, it, but it ended up being a system that was this yeah. fucking tall. <laughs> it was like I had a three C- feet tall. I had a Genesis and I had all the upgrades. I even had the Jaguar for it to fucking Game to, Genie. Game Genie. Fucking I had all that yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. But I was one of the few that actually got a dreamcast yeah I'd, and the dreamcast was awesome the I, problem was is it was set up for online play i think i played it once but you needed a fucking high-speed internet connection so it actually had a, oh, a network cable died. in the back of it <laughs> and nobody had fucking high speed so yeah. you were only playing locally and it was like well you could get this feature it was online it was a dope ass system uh and i loved it that's where echo the dolphins from yeah no i was like a cd first but on dreamcast is really it really that's when it got was, cool oh, so yeah good. Yep. But yeah, the N64. The Sega CD sucked ass. Fuck, man. It was so terrible. I had a lot of time sunk into N64. It was a, that was yeah. probably, in my opinion, probably the last really good Nintendo system right. was the N64. They yeah. all got kind of lame after that. Twitch is pretty good for Switch. what it is. Or Switch. <laughs> yeah. Twitch is it, it, something else. It's just a Game Boy. It's just a big Game Boy. Essentially. But uh, it's closer to the. But uh, the Genesis, the thing I the loved Sega about Game the. Game Gear. It, I had a Game Gear, too. Me, too. Do you have uh, the blue one or the black one? 
No, I had the black one. I had the black one with blue battery covers. Yeah. My Game Boy was so old, I had a light attachment that clipped onto it and lit the screen because it wasn't back. Oh, what was the name of that? There was a name There was a name for that. It was... Uh, dude, there were Sony The Light Boy. Could, yeah. It was called The Light yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. You could, there were Sony accessories for the Game Boy. It was fucking crazy. By the time you had that thing all done up, dude, it looked like you were fucking playing a Carrying TV around. Yeah, yeah, dude. You're just like fucking... Just play a Nintendo. Yeah. Like, this is not portable. <laughs> it weighs 12 pounds. Like, this is... That's why we were a little stronger. Yeah. <laughs> That's also why we needed Jenko jean back pants, back back pocket. You could put a whole PlayStation in there. <laughs> you could. Uh, I had a PlayStation. I had an original, because I had a PlayStation yeah. from the rip. Yep. So I've owned every generation of PlayStation. My brother but, was a big PlayStation guy. He had uh, all of them. But the, yeah. Gen- the thing I liked about the Genesis is that the fucking titles that came out on the Genesis were fucking unhinged. <laughs> like, that's that's the system that, like, Shaq Fu came out on. Fuck yeah, dude. I had Shaq Fu. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal's Fuck fucking yeah, Mortal dude. Kombat ripoff. Yeah. It, like, it was, but it was weird because you played, like, a world. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. It was, like, Toe Jam and Earl and Mortal Another Kombat. Another Genesis title. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Toe Jam and Earl, fucking, uh, when I first started playing Blitz, that was on Sega Genesis. That's how I know you could pause it forever, because yep. there was a cartridge. It didn't care. Like, yeah. it just hit pause, and it just... I, the two games that I will forever love on the original Nintendo system, and it's Duck Hunt. boy, And Legend of Zelda. Legend of the Zelda. The original Zelda? Yep. Yeah. The original Legend of Zelda is one of my favorite video games, hands down. Yeah, have you seen what that original gold cartridge is going for these days? Fucking that we shit. all had all of us. that gold Zelda cartridge. My, my because dad, my dad out, still we, has my Nintendo with Duck Hunt, with the guns, with everything. And now, the gold cartridge, Hunt, or did you have the Mario slash Duck Hunt combo? The one that came with it. The one that came with it. What do you, the, he had the combo because he's Jewish, so they bought the expensive <laughs> guarantee. Because <laughs> his dad down. looked at it. His dad looked at it. And was like. This Oy is, vey. This, yep. is, <laughs> this is the best value. It cost me more if I bought it separate. So they just bought the best one. I love how my dad has an accent. <laughs> and we've all met him, too. <laughs> like, I know what he sounds like. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, wow. Dude. 13 grand. Yeah. Well, that's a graded in the, original, in the original box. That's one's still sealed. Yeah. No, but just the cartridge, God. just the raw gold cartridge. Like this one, 75 bucks. Refurbished. Also. That's fake. You can tell by the finish. It's not It's yeah, not chrome. Not, yeah. The original one was chrome. Yeah, it looked like gold leaf. That's funny. Um, so but yeah, it's big money, dude. Wow. I'm going to make you guys really mad at me now, too. And I think we might have talked about it before also. But um, I also had uh, one of the G.I. Joe aircraft carriers oh you fucking prick <laughs> i had like i had one that was missing a bunch of pieces because i bought it at a thrift store <laughs> okay, it yeah, was the my, one i wanted was the allowance. i wanted the mobile base that unfolded the three-tier yeah, one where it rolled out and then it would and it unfold like a tackle box well, yeah, i was gonna say it turned into a carrying case right well it was a vehicle yeah no, the original one was about the size oh yeah the yeah, original yeah. one was about the size of this podcast table yep and a little it, bit less wide but length was you're talking about the aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fucking huge. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I wanted the that vehicle the, that that un that turned into the base. The coolest toy I had was the Ninja Turtles party wagon. The one that shot peaches. Fucking a. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it did. Shot pieces, pizzas. The thing was awesome. Out of the front. <laughs> yep. Out of the fucking bumper, you fucking loaded them in there. Yep. Bing. Yeah. See, this is why the '90s were so great. <laughs> it was so. Dude, it was a Legit. simpler time, bro. It was just a simpler. Well, there wasn't time. the internet. Also, Early 90s, I was, I was big into Nerf. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when Nerf didn't shoot everything. Now with Nerf shoots those darts, but back then they the balls. It was the, the ball. Fucking, and, oh god, I and I had the, people. I had the fucking the rotary fucking pump action. <laughs> Dude, remember the crossbow? The crossbow that shot fucking, fucking arrows. Yeah, <laughs> that thing fucked people up. Yeah, man. I, especially oh. when we figured out that if you took them and you put them tipped down in a bucket of fucking glue, it would harden the arrow and you could just oh. fucking what? And just fucking destroy thing, somebody. Like like. like Paintball became a thing in the nineties. Yeah. That's when we were like, that's when we learned you can freeze these and oh, fuck people up. <laughs> you know, like, by the I way, mean, like, if you were in so this time. room and you ever had the dream of being on legends of the hidden temple, cause you know, you could get every artifact. <laughs> I want a part go of the crag. Ra- go ahead and raise your hand. If you had the dreams of being oh, on yeah. legends of the yep. hidden temple. Fuck yeah. And, and you gotta, you gotta throw it back to, um, um I wanted a piece of the crag so bad on, the, <laughs> on uh, Nickelodeon. What the fuck was that? On global guts. Um, what double dare? Double dare? No. All right, well, let's run. Th- Maybe it wasn't Nickelodeon. Double dare. Um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. No, it was the global end. guts. Guts, uh, guts was awesome. Well, there was guts, Why and then there was global the guts. They, they had started the fucking the the tennis ball machine guns. American, oh, Gladiator. American Gladiator. There we go. Fuck yeah! That's Sorry, I, I was, was like, doing, I'm fucking. I'm on this. I was I still do doing. I was day. still doing with the kid game shows because <laughs> I was like, we hadn't graduated. Because this is back when we used to put children on game shows. Laser, laser, and not blade. I don't mean like quiz shows. I mean these were like physically demanding game shows. we were like, kids were getting hurt. Yeah, like. And I want to, you cannot tell me that that slime did not cause cancer later in life. Oh my God. Every one of those kids <laughs> got lymphoma. All of them. All Every of them. single one of them. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one of them. Did you hear the, you know, they, they have the commercial now. It's like the, the ear, the three M earplugs, but it's the, um, AFFF, <laughs> the, um, the firefighter spray they use in hangers. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just that yeah. slime. Yeah. Were you one of the ones that dug around in the giant nose? (laughs) You may be entitled to compensation. (laughs) Yes. Just but we really wanted to know how the nineties were. <laughs> it was amazing. We were talking about early. Fucking incredible. Well, we, we also had toys that were designed to fuck you up. We had a toy like in the nineties. Legitimately, 90s. Fuck we had a you just, up. we had a toy in the nineties called the Skip It. Yeah. Oh god. And this was a that this was a been called ruin this, your ankle. This was a <laughs> this was a three pound ball on the end of a plastic string that you hooked to one. And ankle. I don't mean string. It was like it, it was, was it, it was, was like the string that's in your weed eater, but on steroids. It was cable. <laughs> it was just cable. And this shit would whip around and you were supposed to skip over it. But if you missed, you were eating concrete because you you just fucking you just tripwired yourself. Or it, if, like if it you was, get it going really fucking good and your buddy's not paying attention and you're just like, whack. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had one of those. Uh, me and Jazz's middle brother got in a fight one time and he fucking hit me with it. Yep. Because <laughs> it's a fucking mace. It's a mace. It's, it's a, a mace that straps mace to that your you ankle. put on your leg. Yeah. yeah. That's what exactly what it was. It was, it was a insane. mace that strapped to your ankle. We were also, we also grew up in the era of power wheels where you're like, you know what's uh, a brilliant yeah. idea? Give all these kids a 12 volt vehicle system. That'll, they won't touch anything. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I learned series parallel, and because because you could double the speed if, if you, you parallel the battery, parallel that motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, you were going. <laughs> I had a power wheel. I drove Jeep. that thing to the fucking Seven Eleven a mile away to buy my mom cigarettes. Yep, <laughs> that's the nineties, motherfucker. Like, oh, I have a note from my mom who says I can buy cigarettes. The nineties was they were also like, uh, He's got a note from his mom. <laughs> the nineties was also like the last era of three wheelers. Yes, because they were murdering people. They yeah. they legitimately were murdered. <laughs> they were murdering murder people. machines. Yeah, that's, yeah. So now, yeah, dude. 
you have to have enough money to be able to murder yourself because Harley sells them like they're going out of fucking style. You, you also used to be able to put a, put a trampoline in your backyard and your homeowner's insurance wouldn't go up. That's also true. Yeah. Also, we come from the era of trampolines in your backyard that didn't have a 10-foot net around it. Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> like that you used, to, you used to put them up next to the shed so you can climb on the roof and jump off the shed onto the trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if you're feeling pool. froggy, maybe you can try to make it on top of the shed yep. that you're going to go through. Either way. <laughs> you're going through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. those things. You're just figuring out how to yeet your friend into the next That's yard. <laughs> just like, fucking. Hey, hey but, shit in the middle. We're going to double bounce you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> By the way, how did we all have the same vernacular? I was always the big kid. It's though. the same reason we all thought Marilyn Manson could cut his ribs out. Because social media ain't shit compared to us in fucking elementary school. We all knew what a double bounce was. Elementary school. Somehow, too, you could move states. Every school had a four square, had four square yeah. fields painted on their yeah. fucking. But the shit, rules right? never changed. You could go anywhere, and it was like, all right, we're allowing, uh, we're allowing bouncing, we're allowing bubbles, we're allowing double taps. We're like, <laughs> it was like, yep, got it, got it, got it, got yep. it. Yep, all right, let's yeah, go. Same yeah. game. I just moved a thousand <laughs> miles, and the rules are some. All of the the playground moved, rules are you, still the same. You moved around a lot as a kid, as yeah. did I. Yeah, same. You know, like like yeah, they never changed. No, it was the same shit. That's why I think. Like racism and and sexism and homophobia and all this shit, it's social constructs, man. Yeah, because we were all kids in different areas oh multiple times, or and everybody got along. No like, gave a fuck. What was the last school yeah. you saw with a tether ball in it? Ooh, Where they just put a medicine ball on the end of a rope that's on a pole <laughs> out in the fucking. And they're like, they'll yeah. figure it out. Kids are getting fucking wrecked. Napoleon just, Dynamite was the last time I've seen oh one. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. Fucking love yeah. some tether ball. You want to know why our generation all act like hey, we can summer, fucking what, take on the world? Me? Because we did. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our toys were lethal. Was, everything was trying to kill us. Yeah, everything. <laughs> all my playground <laughs> equipment was steel. And this, <laughs> like, is, <laughs> this is the same generation. They were like, here's a good idea. Let's send them to war for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Our generation's fucking untouchable. Like, we will <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> right? Like, we fucking battled Mad Max Fury Road in our, not, in our fucking childhood. And then we went to war for 20 years. Like, we are fucking certifiable we, crazy. We had like, big wheels. Dude. I had a big wheel with squirt guns built. I had, a, I had a tricycle big wheel. I had a duct wheel. tape mine. Because I, I, I saw that commercial and I was jealous. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a tricycle big wheel that yep. I wore holes in the tire from riding it so much. Yeah. And Their then what we did. stuck in there. And then it, yeah. And then they made eat. a lot of noise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then what we did is. Where I grew up, we had a hill that had like a right-hand turn into a cul-de-sac. And uh, we'd tie a rope from the neck of the big wheel to the seat post of a bicycle. And then we'd haul ass down the hill. And the bicycle would try to get as much speed, towing that big wheel. Somebody back there, no helmet, no nothing, just fucking holding on to this plastic piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, with your feet separated yep. because your pedals. Because the pedals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> and come around this turn, and they'd stop in the center of the cul-de-sac. And you try to whip and drift your big wheel all the way around. That was the whole goal of all of it. You want to talk about getting fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> or the fucking fact that we all still had wagons, which just yeah. turned into how many people can I fit in the wagon? And, and you, what's and the you, biggest heel, hill I can it, find? Yeah. And then you just grab this, the, the handle and you pull it in. That's your steering wheel. Yep. Because <laughs> how do we stop it at the bottom? Just hit the curb. That's just it. Turn it and hit the curb. <laughs> Everybody launches into the grass. You're fucking fine. Everybody laughs. They get up. We go do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking fine. Fuck. <laughs> Now I talk to these fucking new parents and they're like, well, my car seat's $900. And I'm like, you had a car seat. What? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I grew up. Every vehicle had a bench seat. 
All of them. Yeah. But like it, everything at a bench seat. Where were you strapping this fucking? Now all these fucking cars have like seventeen anchor points in it to hold the car seat and da 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 da. I'm like, so like, you didn't hook it up right. I put the fucking seatbelt around it. What do you mean that hook yeah, it up? That's right? how mine worked. <laughs> you set it on the seat, and a seatbelt went around it. That's it. It's good. <laughs> now it's like, no, we got multiple anchor points, and you're doing this. It's like, <laughs> that's this is why we have overpopulation. <laughs> Because we're saving too many off a metal dashboard anymore. (laughs) Nobody's fucking eating the steering wheel. Like this is fucking, it's all too safe. (laughs) Fucking OSHA. What we need is we need a server. We need a server fucking queue. And it's just like, look, no, (laughs) you can't bring one in until another one goes out. Like that's it. it, it, It's fucking, we have a cap. I think China tried to do that. They did. (laughs) I don't know if it worked. No, because they can't govern it. it. Like that's the there's too many of them already. They, they could, out of all the people, they could govern it. The it best. was too little, too late at that <laughs> point. They were like, "Fuck, we're at a billion plus." Well, and then the problem is, is they were like, "You can keep it if it's a girl." It's like that's the one that makes them. You can't. <laughs> it, like what? And now they're running into labor shortages, and all the sweatshops. They don't have enough kids to work all the the machinery anymore. It's because everybody's fucking leaving. No, it's because they're all old. Yeah, they, everybody they aged told them out. They couldn't have kids. <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> they got the new. Kid can't work for Nike anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's no, you got to go to Apple. Yeah. <laughs> what are you twelve, bro? What are you ten years on the job? <laughs> you getting ready? To- <laughs> GM of the plan or what? Yeah, you're fucking retiring at this point. This fucking. <laughs> This is our foreman. Retire, she just, retire she just from a sweatshop to go work grade. in the fields. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go make rice. <laughs> Gotta go feed the workers now. <laughs> God, I miss the 90s. They were fun. They were a lot of fun. The only thing I don't miss about the 90s is what we decided every car, every car, muscle car down to a, a sensible little sedan. Bubble. Everything had 200 horsepower. Everything. And it had to look like a bubble by the... And it had to be a bubble. But it was 200 horsepower. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was. I drive a Corvette. It's 200 horsepower. Well, I drive a Honda Civic. And that's 200 horsepower. It's like... A, <laughs> it's good, but it's got the VTEC. It's a popping VTEC, bitches. <laughs> so... It's awesome. I also miss starter jackets. Oh, so much. <laughs> I really do. I, like, I had a I had a Carolina Tar Heels one. And I had no fucking idea Dude, what team it was. Everybody's starter jacket came from... North Carolina. That was it. All of them. Because I had a Charlotte Hornets one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck about the Hornets. I didn't even know what sport they played. But do you know why everybody had a Carolina one? All the Carolina teams had the best colors. They did. (laughs) So you either had one for the Bulls, because we grew up in the era of Jordan. So you either had one for the Bulls, or they came out of North Carolina. (laughs) Or you thought you were hard, so you bought a Raiders one. Ah, Yeah. There was all those, and yeah. you know the ones I'm talking uh, about that was like, like oh, yeah. the Raiders one. It was like, yeah, okay. But all the rest of it, I had a Charlotte Hornets one. Why? Because it was fucking teal and purple. Yeah. Like it was bright as fuck. Like mine was like, like white aqua baby and blue. yellow. Yeah. I had one that was that, and I had the white and baby blue. Yeah. Jenko jeans. I had so many Jenko jeans. Yeah. I remember those conversations, too. You'd fucking get your new pair of Jenkos, and it was like, this is. Pair number seven. You got to call man. Oh, shit. Like, are those are 40 inch. Are they? Are? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are. I had the skunks. <laughs> yeah. The ones that had the fucking black and white stripe on the side of them. I think the only thing that I ever want, I wanted when I was in, in 
the 90s and I never got was the Adidas all black with three white stripes on the side or all white with the black stripes. So I had the black and white one because yeah. I was a massive corn fan. Yeah. <laughs> and if Jonathan Davis had it, yeah. I fucking had it. Mm-hmm. But th- I mean, that was it. Like, you got to think there's no internet. So trying to like, how did Jenko get where they were? Gadzooks. <laughs> and Hot Topic. It was Gadzooks. So Hot Topic was the whole like, nobody can catch me in here. Like, you can't know I went to Hot Topic. Right. But Gadzooks, Gadzooks was like all the shit that was on MTV. Yeah. If it if somebody was wearing it on MTV, it was in Gadzooks. Right. That's why all of us had fucking wallet chains. <laughs> you had a wallet chain or you had a wallet chain that was made out of those little balls. Yep. And if you had the wallet chain, those metal little balls, you had the necklace that matched it. Mm-hmm. But fucking. It like came as a set. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like a dog chain. It's like a dog tag chain. Right. Just fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all had Jinkos. Yep. For some reason, every white guy on the planet knew what Kangol was. Yeah. And all of us had a fucking some sort of red baseball cap. Yeah. And why did everything we could buy have Japanese kanji on it? <laughs> Dave just sexed me and he goes, if you're talking 90 shit, uh, don't skip the East Bay catalog. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> but Gadzooks, man, you could go in Gadzooks. You could buy Jinko jeans, a bunch of fucking stickers. Yeah. A visor. Oh, yeah, because visors were big. <laughs> visors were big. And all of the music that was currently being played in TRL's top 20. They had all the fucking albums in that store, too. Yeah, that's when you used to have to buy CDs. Yeah. Or tapes. And I remember when like one person would get the CD and then everybody would get together so you could listen to it. <laughs> or one guy had, a, had the ability to be able to burn it. Oh, yeah. Yep. No shit. <laughs> because his dad had one of the uh, dual yeah. players. <laughs> but that was also so that we grew up in the era, though, when they started putting the parental warnings on albums. Right. And a bunch of parents took it seriously. So oh, you couldn't buy I albums wish. that had the parental guidance thing on it. But then you'd have like that one kid whose parents didn't check his shit and he was able to buy those right. albums. That's also, I, if anybody wants to know why we all had those fake leather binders that had all your fucking CDs because in it. Because it didn't have the parental Because advisory. the CD didn't have the parental advisory thing on it. I remember I had one like all the way through high school and everything. It was completely full. It was one of those really thick ones that held four inches. Yeah, where you had to like push it and zip it shut. I didn't. And I was. Did it have that horrible textured leather exterior on it? No, mine was like a nylon. Oh, mine. I had the. I had the. Essentially, it was a big three ring ring binder. I had the horrible fucking fake leather one. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember I was flying somewhere and I left it on the plane, but I didn't realize it until I always, I already left the airport. So it was just your carry on at that point. And, but I was so mad because it had like, at the time it was like thousands of dollars worth of Mm -hmm. CDs in it. And now it's just like, oh, I could just go download it. I think I literally threw that binder (laughs) away like two years ago. I still have one that has movies in it for my rack. Oh no. I mean the one that, I mean the one I had Mm -hmm. like through high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, or that tape deck adapter when you find the reason to buy a disc bin so you can plug your CD player into the tape deck. Oh, getting an anti-skip discman was the best. The one it was like the Sony with the yellow one. Yeah, the it. yellow one. Yeah. yeah, and it would like clip. And it together. came with those weird yellow headphones yeah. that where the speakers faced forward. And then the first thing you did is you put in music, and then you shook the shit out of it, trying to see to get if it worked. Skip. Yep. <laughs> God, man, loved it. Those are the days. You also had like schedules. 
Like TRL came out at four o'clock. Yeah. And it's not like you could miss it. No, because it's it. you can't repeat it. Like nope. if you weren't there at four o'clock, you didn't there was see no it. DVR. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. So yeah, TRL came out at four o'clock. So you'd get home, fucking get your after school snack, and then fucking watching music videos. Yeah, <laughs> watch my music. What a time but to be kids, alive. I mean, kids these days, they don't know the sense of urgency when you're watching a TV show and the commercial break comes on and you either go to the bathroom or you go to the kitchen and then it comes back on and everyone yells, it's back on. And you're literally jumping yeah, you're hurdles, parkouring. pole vaulting yeah, over fucking, shit, diving through the fucking over the island in the kitchen and the, to get to the TV. I literally think because everything is look, there's huge advantages to the fact that everything is now on demand. Right. Information is crazy on demand. You don't have to miss anything. Like everything is where you want it. But it's taken away the value of everything, too. And now there's not anything to talk about. Like, uh, you do, like before the show, and I was telling him about that new music. Yeah. And it was like, I just let you listen to it right fucking now. Yeah. It, like, it's like, here, let me look it up. Here yeah. Go. Here you go. This is the song. And it was like, before it was like, bro, you have, have you heard the new album? And it's like, no. Like, and it's no, like, no, 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 wait. Let's go to Steve's house because his dad has a great stereo. Uh, yeah. We'll go over there. <laughs> And it's like there was a there was a value to everything because it took time investment. Like yeah. it was you had to not do something else in order to do right. that. And now or I could just do it all at once and it doesn't fucking matter. I think it helped with like a decision making process, like the learning how to make decisions, because now like I feel like there's so many people that get stuck and that can't make a decision on something because they have so much accessibility well, or whatever. But that's the definition of analysis paralysis. You're able to do so much fucking homework and find out so fucking much that then you just don't. Like, I love the people that are like, it's kind of four-star rating, but I read this one review. Yeah, so that I'm, did it. I'm like, but what you're not putting into the, the conversation of, okay, but that guy could also be fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, for all you know, he just has no idea what he's doing. And that's 90% of bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so, but, so people just don't. But what I love is then they don't, but then complain about the fact that they haven't. Right. Oh, Mikey's back. Good. That was fast. I got something I want to bring up from the 90s that is mainly a Massachusetts thing. Um, oh, good. I'm going to go pee. And it has to do with exactly what we're talking about with music. What are we talking and about? And it was called Newbury Comics. Newbury Comics. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Fucking A. Yes. So Newbury go. Comics was is a comic book store and a music shop. And they had multiple locations all around Massachusetts. One of them was downtown. Um, I think it was on Boylston Street in Boston. Um, and uh, and if you that wanted, sounds, that sounds right. If you wanted music in the '90s, you went to Newbury Comics. Well, or, you, had, or you ordered from um, uh, BMG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still owe money to BMG. Yeah. Right. Because I used to sign up underage. And then they oh, send yeah. everything. Then they send money. And my mom would be like, uh, he's not 18 yet. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. And they just write it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how everybody got Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the number of albums that were in circulation versus the number of, albums of her albums that were purchased. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see those stats. Dude. <laughs> that's how I know who Natalie Imbruglia is. <laughs> <laughs> It's also where I got Sexy Candy, where I got my Marcy Playground yeah. CD. Where, uh, we're I ta- smell sex. We're talking BMG music. 
oh shit. <laughs> I have paid them three pennies and I think I owe them like seven thousand. I, I, I was like, I <laughs> definitely still owe their money. <laughs> you fill it out to send it in, you check off everything you want, and you tape a penny onto it yep. and you send <laughs> How did that system have no age verification? <laughs> right. And I was just saying, like I would I'd sign up uh, like over and over and over, and okay. then they get the bill and my mom would call and be like, He's under eighteen. And they're like, oh, like, sorry. Yeah. And they write it off. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, nothing yeah. we can do. <laughs> Fucking batshit. Batshit crazy. God damn. Yeah, man. God, I miss the 90s. The 90s were cool. The 90s were a good time. Do y'all uh, remember the tick? Car phones. Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember car phones from the 90s? Like, yep. They used to come in a little, like, a little yeah. briefcase In the bag. bag. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and that, that was before the Zach Morris phone. Yep. So yeah. this is, you're talking like 91, 92. Yeah, yeah, early yeah. Oh, you're talking about yeah, the Zach Morris, the brick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was with that color? Every electronic in the 90s, if it wasn't was that like gray, it, it was that weird gray taupe color. It was, color. It was, it was, it was Nintendo. Yeah, gray. Nintendo NES. That's it, what started it, it. it. But then like it was either that color or black, and yeah. that was it. Yeah. But every computer was like eggshell colored. You know why? Is because the guys who made it. I think that was. It. I think that was just the smoke in the room died at that color. <laughs> <laughs> no if you bought a brand new one like i remember buying my packard bell 486 those were, the, those were all those kids working in the sweatshop oh, they were smoking, sitting there smoking. <laughs> hey. yeah every apple 2e looked exactly yeah, the same because <laughs> i've been i've been i've been a nerd for a very very long time <laughs> like a very very long time i love the guys that come in and be like i've been in this for 15 years and i'm like that's a Fucking adorable. You're cute. You're cute. You're cute. And uh, I'm like, I've been doing this since I was eight. <laughs> like, I told a kid the other day that I was stacking bodies in Fallujah when he got his first boner. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy in the store. I had a guy in my store two days ago came to me and he was like, and you know, for somebody that holds tournaments and does all the stuff, you don't take the game very seriously. And I was like, Go to war and back. See if plastic dolls really fucking do it for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Once you see people die in front I'm like, of you, bro. I'm, look, I'm I'm down <laughs> for the game. Like I like to play, but I play as escapism. I don't play to fucking get all sweaty and fucking bent out of shape around it. Like it's a fucking game. And I was like, so my advice to you is find something more important. The fact that you push plastic dolls on a table and roll and roll dice. It, like it's not that fucking serious. It's supposed to be fun, man. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> goddamn game. It's a Game. The company, the company <laughs> oh. that you were taking so seriously is called Games Speaking Workshop. Of games in the nineties, that's when Dungeons and Dragons got big. No, well, no, that's when the Satanic Panic happened. Oh, I don't know what that was. Okay, so because I got into Dungeons and Dragons probably. Okay, we're gonna go super mid nineties. Are you ready? Uh, Ninety six. Yeah, 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 was the right. first time I did it. Yes, 96. the only time I did it. So here's the deal. So the reason that uh, most of the mid nineties people started playing D anD D is that thing like Walden Books mm -hmm. used to started carrying D&D books. So they started carrying them in actual bookstores. So you didn't have to go to the little fucking strip ha center. Hastings. Hastings and stuff. Started <laughs> carrying fun. it. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of that actually has to do with a little a game called Magic the Gathering that was part of Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast acquired Dungeons and Dragons. They actually, had I started with Magic. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. The, the only reason I ever played D&D &D was because my upstairs neighbor was into it. Yeah. And I was like, and yeah. so. Because, so, again, it's the 90s. You hung out with people around you. Because D&D okay. started in the 70s. Yeah. And it had this kind of cult following through the 80s. And then in the 90s is when we went into that. There was the... So as much as we talked about the 90s were the fucking Wild West and the shit that we put safety on didn't really exist, 
But then there was nut stuff. Like when you were gone, we were talking about music and the parental advisory thing. Thanks to fucking little Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Yeah. Got that stupid parental advisory. Or was that Nancy Reagan or is that Tipper Gore? It's Tipper Gore. It's Tipper Gore. Yeah. yeah. So the satanic yeah, panic Nancy, happened. Nancy was the circle. No, say no to drugs. The, the satanic panic started in the late 80s, really got steam in the early 90s. Hmm. And that was just the whole any role playing game. D&D was just the poster child for it. But any of this escapism stuff where you go, you had another character, you rolled the dice and you were fighting monsters and demons and da, 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 da. Yeah. So it harmless. Was, it was bad. And so, but and the so Dungeons and Dragons thing, it became, they're all worshiping the devil. And it's like, <laughs> did you look at the game? Because you're actually playing like a paladin who takes a holy oath to go fight the evil. <laughs> like that was like, you're that's actually playing as a Templar man. It, yeah. Like, <laughs> like that was actually the gameplay. So, but there was this, I was a drow elf. See, that was my character. Yeah. Which is essentially, which is essentially just a displaced species. So like they just essentially got like, nobody likes you go away. And they like gave him the shitty parts of the land. It was trail of tears. The I had, game. I had scimitars yep. in my game. And uh, <laughs> stay tuned, folks. I'm going to fucking have a free friends D&D campaign before this is over. You fucking enough, hold on. Like, like I remember a remarkable amount about that fucking D&D game. <laughs> shit. I, can't remember, I can't remember shit that happened last fucking week. But do you know, <laughs> do you know why? No. Because you invest. <laughs> I'm concerned. It's, it's, <laughs> it's because of the social paradigm that comes along with role playing. Yeah. It's the role playing game system of it. It's not about you remember the game. It's that you remember the event that's surrounding it because you're there. It's collaborative storytelling. This is no different than when you go on a hunt and all of you are sitting around a bonfire and everybody starts telling, telling stories while you're there yeah. and you open up and you tell about that. When you're doing something like D and D it's all of you creating the story together and storytelling is the oldest hobby that humans have. It is, it, it's, it's where movies come from. It's where books come from. It's all of that. It's storytelling. So when you get to be part of storytelling and it's not just you, you are making the story with the people around you, that shit's going to embed. You're mm -hmm. going to hold on to it because you are you are creating the story that you then get to tell stories about. In modern day times, that's why a lot of people have role playing kinks. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it clicks in. It's all making sense. Yep. Bunch well, of it's, weirdos. It's raw You're, you're just being groomed in the 90s, bud. Yeah. <laughs> It's the nineties was just grooming. That's all it was. Man. It's raw creation. At that point, you're it's literally it's go like, sure, this is your guy, this is your weapon. After that, everything is your fucking decision. And you get yeah. to control it all. And the entire world is under your control. Yeah. And that's why people get hooked into it. It's why you find guys that are, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old, and they're like, I've been in the same D D campaign for 40 years. And these guys are CEOs. I mean, you have guys now that are on the cover of muscle and fitness they're they're superstars or all the stuff and you find out that they've been playing D&D &D the whole fucking time and it's it's not about the game it truly is about that social paradigm of everybody sitting right. at the table at the same time there's nothing digital there's nothing it's all just this storytelling mechanic the table just becomes the bonfire yeah. that's all that is that's why you're holding on to it like that that makes sense. That's why I've invited so many of you guys to play with me. Really, it was fucking gay, and it's like, okay. I've never said it was. Never gay. said it was gay. I said it was. I said it was. It reminds me of TDGs. It reminds me of tactical decision games. Well, that's Warhammer. That's why I want you to play it because you're going to play yep. it one time and go, motherfucker. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's grunt shit. The it's literally the, it's tactical yeah, decision yeah. games. Yeah. The the like, dice it's aspect like, it's like, of it's like it. doing a fucking sand table fucking yeah. But like the brief, the dice aspect of it is something that the army really needs to integrate because the dice aspect of it is that's 
the randomization. That's the randomization. That's that's, that's chaos. The, it's chaos. Theory. It's the it's it's strictly chaos theory. You're yeah. just introducing the fact of like, cool, you made all the right moves. You're in all the right positions. Oh, and yeah. now I just rolled a 14, so you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. And the, and the only reason I know about <laughs> chaos theory is because fucking uh, Jurassic Park came out in the 90s. <laughs> which incidentally was the very first movie I went to the movie theater by myself to watch which still holds up have Fucking you watched hey. Jurassic Park uh, recently yeah, I've watched still it great still movie. holds up yeah. so Haley and I had this idea the other day we wanted to do like nostalgic movies and do like a nostalgic oh. movie marathon like shit that was on like when you were home for sick from school or oh, OG gym. Karate Kid OG Karate Kid that's on the list Twister that's on the list did you Fucking. oh god you and I I think you and I talked about fuck what the fuck what the fuck that doesn't need a sequel. They're remaking they're Twister. Ma- they're not remaking it. <laughs> no, it's a sequel. Can't. It's called Twisters. You can't. You, you can't. can't. Fuck off. You can't. Yeah. I'm there's so no, mad about no it. Bill Paxton, I'm out. For one, there, there's only two vehicles that they could use that would do the same that, that Dodge Ram did. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is a tank. No, it would be, it would be the T-Rex or it would be the new Raptor. Yeah. That was it. But like. Corella. You can't really redo Twister. You can't add on to that story. There's no sequel either. It, it, it it's ended. an act of God. You that, can't. That, that's, yeah. There's no sequel. It that, ended with an F5, man. By the way, they <laughs> hugged each other and strapped themselves to a well. That, and there was an F5. They stood in the middle of the finger of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After they saved Aunt May and ate all her steak. Yeah. And like, sent sit Dorothy up like, we're done. Yeah. And then they showed that thing, and there was still just a Dorothy in the back of a Ram. And I was like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> By the way, that Dodge, that specific Ram 1500 with liability only on it is the only Dodge that I will give permission to. Uh, that's yes. I bought yes. that. After that I got out of the army, I bought that Dodge. Single <laughs> My buddy had that. He had that uh, That Dakota. He had the, that, yeah. the, no, I had like, the, the, the 98 white with the blue. It was the 98 gold. Dodge Dakota red. Fucking everything. Yep. It looked exactly it, like the one. But that <laughs> that Dodge fifteen hundred single cab with liability only. <laughs> yep. yep. That's the only Dodge I've given a pass yep. to. Oh. Uh, and you well, better have Dorothy yeah. in the back of it. So you know how there was a thing called eighties cute? Yeah. Like like Molly Ringwald was eighties cute. Uh, I don't know, dude. Molly Ringwald from the eighties even now. Uh, Molly would still get it. It's probably not better current example. Molly. That's, but, prob- that's probably a bad example. But you look at um, it like look at look at what's her name uh, Kelly McGillis from fucking Top Gun. She was hot as fuck in the eighties. Yep. But that woman, if you brought if you brought her into today's, she's hot in that movie. But she wouldn't be hot now. No. You know, or or uh, she's not even soap opera pretty now. Right. Well, not now. But I'm talking about her back then. Right. Bring her now. To standard. Like, if you brought, if like, if that exact everything. Yeah. Tried to get her into. Nope. And, and there was, and I believe that there's a similar phenomenon in the 90s. Do you think that they could redo G.I. Jane? Probably. They're going to. Probably. Now that you've said it. Yeah. We're going to see it this summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prime example. Probably. You ever watch Star Trek Next Generation? Yeah. Counselor Troy. So hot. Deanna Troy from that fucking movie. So hot. That's because we remember seeing her in the 90s and going like, God damn. Yeah. In that fucking bodysuit. Mm, the fu- mm, can confirm. Put her up against any superstar now. Oh, well, see, it's a different time, though. That, exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like 90s hot was also 90s. Than, like, we didn't know what makeup did in the 90s. We didn't know what contouring was. No, it's not shit. even that. I'm just talking like in general. Makeup in the 90s was 
can it make me look older? That's the goal. Yeah. Because to give you an idea, our wives are getting, are just shy of the age of the golden girls. Yeah. Yeah. And our wives look great. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love like, you to death. And I don't mean this in any, like, because I would never do anything untoward. If I didn't know you and I was single, Haley'd get it. Oh, 100%. Oh, that's 100% would try and fucking close down on Haley. Caitlin would get smashed. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. It like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Just is what it is. You and I are also into diesel powered ass. Yeah, I do. (laughs) You and I are both into that. Yeah. (laughs) Johnson's like, I want that shit built like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not talking about banging my friend's wives. We're not not either. It's a hypothetical situation. (laughs) Yeah. But. Our point is, is that girls who grew up in the 90s, and I would even extend this into, say, about 2005. I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> like, 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 I would. I'm not going to lie, though. Uh, fucking Rose from the Golden Girls. 100%. Yeah, she'd have gotten it. <laughs> yes. She'd have fucking gotten yes. it. Yes. She knew how to throw it down, too. Fucking A. I think she, that show, she's like 41. I don't know. I would have smashed Betty White like three years ago before she died. <laughs> First off, we, <laughs> we all we talked, talked about, about on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so uh, like, you know where the standard is. <laughs> and the standard yeah. is, what's the standard? Or to <laughs> look at Betty White. Yep. Yeah, fucking could get it. Oh, Betty. What about Topanga? Oh. Dude, I just saw a video this She's morning. She's still hot. She's still hot. Still hot as shit. She actually did hold up. Yeah. She re- She aged remarkably well. You know, remarkably well. Well, and look at like Tiffany Amber Theason, right? Like Kelly Kapowski was like every dude's first fucking boner artist. You know what I mean? Like that was a normal thing to see. Everybody wanted to be Zach Morris, probably because of the the hair and the phone and the the ability to stop time. That you, was cool. You brought up Kelly, and now I'm I'm already hard. Yeah, like this show has to go another fifteen minutes just because <laughs> I can't get you up. You can't stand up right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 dude, and like, even actually that whole fucking cast, that whole female Jesse, cast, fucking Lisa, Lisa Turtle, Turtle, all of them, dude. Yeah. Fucking yeah. A, all of them. It was just hot people. <laughs> it was just super hot. Motherfuckers, all, man. Saved by the bell was that, fuck, that was I just fuck Slater. Nobody, <laughs> it's not even gay. <laughs> that entire show. Nobody could act. They all could get it. Like it was just it, like, dude. it was just like, what if we just put a whole bunch of pretty people in dude, high school? How hard yeah. is like, like, the it hardest, doesn't matter if they can act or not. People are going to watch it. Dude, the hardest role in that show was Mr. Belding because he had to fucking do it with it taped down. I guarantee you. <laughs> Screech had more game in that fucking show than I ever had in high school. Screech went on to do porn. Obviously. (laughs) Some shit went down. R.I.P. Dustin Diamond. He's he's backstage. He's like, man, I really missed my calling. I love that shit, man. Like, wow, God, what else was great media from the 90s? We we did a lot of hard. Fuck Young Guns. Oh, make you famous. Fucking Young Guns. (laughs) Yes. Dude, I've... There's all this shit now that like Yellowstone came out and all this shit and everybody wanted to be a fucking cowboy. And I'm like, young guns, young guns made you want to be a fucking cowboy. Dude, like that was fucking a, and then the, Tombstone they, came out and that was fucking young guns awesome. came out and Brooks and Dunn behind it. Right. Made a song. Just said, <laughs> I should have been a cowboy. Like, it, it's like, God damn right. They're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Who you just saw on Saturday. I did. I just saw. I was going to say they were there Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a cheap trick at, at on what? BJ's brew house. What no, the fuck the is rodeo. Brooks and Dunn doing at the rodeo? Played at the rodeo. Oh, that's San Antonio why. Rodeo. It's like the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not, yes and if no. you're playing the rodeo, you haven't been relevant in probably 30. Years. No, no. Cause there's, <laughs> there's other, there, it depends on the night. 
<laughs> I was there on cheap trick night. I can't fucking See, counter that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't counter that argument. I we also, went to Alabama last we went year, to Alabama. bro. I also saw I saw Robert Keen, which now he's been playing for like 32 years. Yeah. And depending on where you're at, in bro, the that's country, just the mid nineties. What I know, right? Where you're at, depending on where you're at in the country, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just true. the mid nineties. It is very true. Yeah. Um, but depending on where you're at in the country, it's either still relevant music or it's old country. It, so like here's here the funny Texas, part. It's still relevant music. It, so uh, I'm going to a concert Friday. Yeah. Uh, Me too. Who are you going to see? Big and rich, Gretchen Wilson. <laughs> so I'm going to see That's the dead. The I'm going South to see now. the dead South on Friday. Oh fuck yeah! I'm going to see the dead South at the Aztec. Yep. So uh, a, another nerd friend of mine uh, found out I was a huge dead South fan. He started listening to it. He was like, "Fuck, this is good." So that he bought tickets for us to go see the dead South, and we have floor tickets, so we're like nice on the stage yep. to go see the dead South. And uh, but the funny thing is, that dead South is. How would you describe the Dead South? It's, I call them Southern Gothic. But they yeah, are like... Who the fuck this is? The Dead South? Oh, my nope. God. No idea. Afterwards, we'll show you. Yeah, we're going to show you the Dead yeah. South. It's... They're good. Like, like I still have to go buy a hat because I'm not going to this concert without the fucking hat. I, I, was, I was very happy hearing their music. And when I saw one of their music videos, I was like, oh, I fucking love these guys. Was it good company? It the, was the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. video for good because company is it, amazing. That was like the first that I saw of them, and it was just like, oh my god! So they like, just dropped a new. So they <laughs> this dropped. Is a, what they look like? <laughs> so they dropped a new album a week ago. So we're going to see the first concert. It's their first live show after that album came. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's mostly going to be the new stuff. Yeah. Obviously they're going to do it, but like if you watch the Red Rocks concert, I haven't. So and we've talked about this. I'm not a huge country fan. Yeah. Yeah. Except for 90s stadium country. Okay. I fucking love 90s stadium country. This new shit that's out there, first off, it's not country. It's just not. People, it, it's, people argue that 90s stadium country isn't country either. That's sure it was. Sure it was. That, that's, <laughs> it's, it's rodeo big. It's, it's all it is. It's just, it's just big stage rodeo. It's all that is. Well, I, th- I think Garth Brooks. That's 90s stadium Garth country Brooks, Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney. It, bro, yeah. Brooks and Don, yeah, Brooks, Montgomery Gentry, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I went to the fucking uh, George Strait Country George Music Strait. Festival, and it was just that lineup. That was it, and it was three days fucking long. <laughs> yeah. It was three days long. There was one hundred fifty thousand people there. Impressive. Like my very first concert. So are, very are you going to say that George Strait is George Strait Country? Yes. Yeah. George Strait pulled one hundred fifty thousand people for three days oh, fucking for straight. Sure. And that, that was, was everything. And from, he, he would do it right now today. Too. And that was from George Strait <laughs> and, all the and, way down to a sleep at the wheel. And that's like my, they were that's all. My, there. That's my point, though, is my very first concert I ever went to at four years old was George Strait. Yeah, I was four. But that, that lineup, was, he just said that, that is still stadium country. My only question is, where are the bodies, G? I want to know where the yeah. fucking bodies are buried, but Garth. That's saying. But that lineup he just gave was the George Strait Country Music Festival, and that is the definition of stadium country. Yeah. So if stadium country isn't fucking country, then you're saying George Strait isn't country. Well, yeah, I don't like country though, so I don't. I don't. So by that rationale, is I don't really have a frame. First of, off, country now is apparently you have a stupid truck you slur with fucking slurpee at. Well, so as of, I don't. As of fucking, this week, Beyonce is country. Uh, yeah. So I give up. <laughs> like, I give up. Modern I saw, country. I, I I saw some people post about Beyonce's song. And where essentially was like, give her a chance. It's, I've it's seen, not bad. I've seen mixed reviews. Right. 
And I have I've not few. listened to this. Um, I have no idea. It's cool. Post Malone's country too. So I listened to it, which is weird because they already had Jelly Roll. So I don't. Yeah, why do we? Need which is just now fat ha- Post Malone. Half of, I don't half of and Jelly, Post Malone's working on it. I thought ha- half of Jelly Roll's songs actually sound country. The oh. other half, I don't know what the fuck. I they thought, are. That's because he has. Well, I thought he's Jelly got a Roll. Writer. I thought Jelly Roll was just some dude who ate Post Malone. No, and, and a couple right. other people. Yeah, and a couple other. He's just fat. But he's got a hot wife, so props to him. Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, his, his the funny thing is Bunny, I think, actually has a bigger following on like TikTok and podcasts and all this stuff than Jelly Roll. Wonder does. why Jelly Roll's story <laughs> is actually really cool, though. Oh, it's amazing. That's fine. Story. His music's yeah. still shit. I like some of his songs. I think, he's, I think he's a good dude. Huh? Whoever writes his shit knows they, what they're doing. They did because they have good meaning to him. There's yeah. the story that is told. And so, Whoever a, so writes the, his shit. The think, country songs that I like are the songs that, that are that are story. You the don't new, get to show up to the CMAs on a donk. The new, you, don't, you don't get to do it. <laughs> the new country song day, that they just have, like, they have a riff, they have a chorus, and a couple lines in between. Uh, whatever, I don't fucking care. But if it tells a good story, and cool. that's why like I'm a huge fan of Texas country then music. Then Kesha is, chunk, is country by no. that definition. Bo Burnham did a well, great some fucking songs song a story. about... <laughs> Bo Burnham did a great song about stadium country and about how it's dishonest. And he makes sense about it. And granted, he's a comedian, so it's 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 a bit. But he made a fucking song that was kind of a bop. Fuck. <laughs> was all right. About stadium country? <laughs> about stadium country. I love stadium country. And but it's awesome. It, but the reason it's awesome is that it was... That is lifestyle music. It's not, it's not, as you said, storyteller music. It's lifestyle music. I love the Dead South, but they literally have one about, they have a song about fucking your cousin. Yeah. It like, it, I, I shit you not. And it's in the lyrics. She's like, it, she may be my cousin, but she'll get sweet loving anyways. It, like, it's in the fucking song. See, to me, that's country. What's the, <laughs> what, what's the, what's the name of the band? The Dead South. Yeah. <laughs> but I am yeah. a, 90% of the music I listen to, it, so my music preferences are fucked. It is either, it's a lot of new metal, it's a lot of shit like I showed you, Electric Callboy, and then it's gothic, it's southern gothic music. And southern gothic music is all of the whole, like, it's an obsession with, like, death and, like, how close death is to sex and, like, the whole night. Like, it's it's all, like, this crazy visceral shit. But, I have a weird, I have a weird, I have a weird fucking mixture of music. Well, then it's I crunk. actually thought about it earlier. Today. And crunk if I'm like doing work like crunks on there. But I'll go from like crunk. I'll go from like Lil John and the East Side Boys to like Kesha to like fucking Brooks and Dunn to like fucking Morgan Wallen to fucking that guy to I can't Dr. Dre. I can't stand his fucking music. like, but I'll fucking go like no, like that Whalen guy. Morgan Wallen. He's trying to be fucking Southern Gothic and I can't stand his shit. Well, I mean, he was, on, he was on the voice off that, that gives you a fucking it's awful. <laughs> uh, There's a couple so, that I get no passes. Colt Ford. He gets no passes. You, your music sucks. If you ever see that you it's awful. It's awful. Stop. Go fucking work at enterprise rent a car or some shit. You're awful. So I think I heard so, John's feelings. John got no, quiet. No, 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 no. I, you, we were talking about weird music. And so it brought me up, brought me to a band that my tattoo artist, uh, introduced me to. Um, and it was amazing. Uh, and it's called go, go, go girl, go goal bordello. And it is yeah, yeah. like, Google bordello. they're fucking solid. It's like Hasidic Jewish punk rock. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. amazing. Well, so he, Cause like, I literally, I sat down for like a, like an eight or 10 hour session 
And my tattoo artist, Corey, is just like, what do you want to listen to, man? What'd I'm you like, get done? It was when I was getting my arms done. So oh, I would just I go like, sit for 10 hours at a time. And I was like, bro, I don't think you've tired. got new week since I met you. No, this is yeah, like, this was like, like 2000, between when, 2010, 2012. When was your last tattoo? Uh, Rotan, last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, before that. Well, fuck, it's been years. Um, that's a good question. What is your last ink? That's a great question. I know. Uh, this. Yeah. My ship on my, on my, on my leg. When was it? Fuck, this was done at the Baltimore Tattoo Museum, so at least probably 2010-ish, 2011. Mine was 2012. That was I the last, I, last piece of ink I had. Maybe 12. It might have been 12. You I know think. what sucks is that it was a rework of one I already had because the last guy fucked it up, so I had to go see another tattoo artist to have yeah. him fucking fix it. <laughs> so I've gotten the same tattoo twice. Do you know why I have surfboards here instead of uh, the nautical fucking star going all the way around? Did they put the colors in the right they side? They fucked up one <laughs> yep. of yes. it. They fucked this one up. And the red like, and the black was in the wrong he position? He was like, oh, fuck. I called him. I was like, did you just fuck that up? And he goes, fuck. And I was like, <laughs> fucking f- do something, man. And he was like, surfboards it is. And I was like, yeah, it works. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. I think my last one was like 2000. I don't know, 17? I'm not going to lie. When I had to get that one redone and so get the same tattoo twice and sit through, because it's it's the one that's here. Mm. So it hits my collarbone and like goes around yeah. my nipple and shit. And when you sit through that twice and you only have one piece of ink, it was like, I'm done. It, like, I'm fucking... This, like, I, I fell asleep during this tattoo. Man. Yeah, when so, I got my chest piece done, I fell asleep. I, I was like... So the problem is, it was the first, the first one, the dude was heavy-handed as shit. Yeah. And just leaned into me. And did it all with fucking gray wash. Yeah. Dude, when I got my birds done, I have dead sparrows on the inside of my Yeah, arm. that one? When I got those, fucking, the dude used a fucking nine mag on me. And <laughs> it just hamburger meat yeah. hanging out of my yeah, fucking that arms. One, when they like, got in the between fuck? the muscles. And it, yeah. and it looked like yeah. shit. And then, like, so I had to get this one redone. And I was just like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, I was yeah, like, I just Ugh. can't do it. And then I've got one on my back that I kept talking about getting covered. He's a nine wide on that little tattoo. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've got one on my back. I keep telling, if you've been to the river with me, you've seen it. So like you've seen it and stuff. I've got one on my back and it looks like ass. Yeah. And I should get it covered, but I don't. And I don't because it reminds, I was 18 when I got it. Yeah. And it's a reminder of fucking do your due diligence and fucking <laughs> check your shit the one on my before back was, you make a call. It was a jailhouse tattoo with Indian ink and a staple originally. Nice. And then my buddy tried to fix it with a homemade gun. And now fucking 30 years later, it itches all the time. <laughs> it's like it's it wild to think if I could take a potato peeler and take that fucking thing off, I would <laughs> 20 plus years old. Now. I've had tattoos more than half my age old like i've yep. had tattoos longer I've, than i have i have been tattoos. tattooed longer than i have not been tattooed yeah. oh yeah yeah 100 yeah. what was your first one uh where when both um actually my first one was just the words made in the usa okay and it was when i was 16 and i walked into the tattoo shop and i wanted it to look like a little gold sticker on the bottom of my foot like, you know, on the dolls that said made in China. Yeah, yeah. I wanted it to say made in the USA. Oh, that's fun. So I walked in and I'm like, yep, I want it right here just like this. And the guy's like, oh, that's super dope. Um, But if you put it on your foot or your palm of your hands, it only lasts like a month or two and then it fades away. He goes, so I wouldn't recommend that. And I was like, oh, um, well, I guess you can just put it here then. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I got, I don't even want to fucking tell you, <laughs> but I definitely don't want to show you. Mikey, I've seen all of your tattoos before. I don't know if you've seen all of them. Yeah. Mine's on my ankle. Okay. And I, it is well hidden by my socks. I've because seen I was, you without socks. Because I was terrified of my mother. <laughs> uh-huh. No, this is this is the one that started it all. Yeah. Just that. That little it's a G. With a star. It's a it, it, it's a gangster G. Oh. <laughs> I had a nickname when I was a kid. Uh, those of you who are listening also can confirm this. I laugh after almost everything I say. Yeah. Um, I giggle. Yeah. So giggles was a stupid nickname when I was a little kid. And, uh, and I blame Beavis and Butthead, honestly. Uh, <laughs> like, that's why I think everything I say is funny because they always laughed after everything. Speaking of nineties and, and bullshit. Yeah. I had a nickname in high fact, school. My dungeon master, the, oh, the, yeah? the reason I started, the reason I played D&D, the same room we played D&D in was the same room I got my first tattoo in. So. I, had a, I had a nickname in high school, and it was based off of 90s bullshit. It was the first day I walked into hockey practice when I was living in Minnesota. Tight rolled jeans. Nope. I had Paco jeans on it. It said Paco in the back pocket. And I was trying to figure out where to fucking sit because it was my first day. I don't know what the fuck, you know. And, well, up, uh, up there, dude, you're the closest thing to an ethnicity they see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and as I was walking through the locker room, one of the guys was like, hey, Paco, right there. <laughs> and that was it. And the rest of fucking, I mean, there's still today, there's kids that I went to high school with that are like, Paco. And I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been that for a long time, my man. They think I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I had Paco. I watched that. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yep. Have you watched Tacoma FD? No. It's so it's two of the guys from Broken Lizard. Okay. Did this sitcom about Which, fire department. Oh, oh, I saw the I saw It's the Kevin Heffernan it. and uh I saw the preview for it. Yeah. Uh Fuck. It's Mac and It's Mac and Farva. It's Mac and Farva. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it's, sorry boys, I actually I love your shit. I really do. Steve Lemmy? Steve Thanks, Lemmy. Steve Lemmy. Yeah. It's Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. It it's legitimately funny. Yeah, it, it, it's like it, their fifth season getting ready to come out. I saw, the, seasons I saw the preview because it just dropped. Legitimately was funny. funny. It came out a couple. Of, it came out like 2018. I didn't know it was that old. I thought it was brand new. And uh, they took a break during the 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 plague. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, it's legitimately funny. It's it's uh, the cast that the crew they brought in, and then every once in a while, the rest of the crew comes in and like guests. They like they come in and play like an additional character, or whatever. But it feels old school, broken lizard. Like slime and apparently, uh, Lemmy and Heffernan have a podcast together. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I've, but uh, they have a show called Tacoma FD, and if you haven't watched it, it's it's very very funny. But uh, well, I think it just dropped on Netflix, right? Uh, I don't remember where I was watching it. It is on Netflix. It's yeah. on somewhere else too. But uh, uh, Sling and Hulu. I think I was watching it on Hulu. Gotcha. I've gone. I I don't watch a lot of Netflix anymore. I don't either. But I don't either. shit's gotten stale. Well. I, w- I was on this big peacock kick for a while, but then they took off the extended versions of Harry Potter, and I'm upset about it. I use a lot of Paramount too. <laughs> I, you know, what I just rewatched. I just rewatched the offer on Paramount Plus. It's about the making of the Godfather. Yeah. If you have not seen that fucking show, it's one season, and it's about the. It's about them. It follows the producer of Al Ruddy, who was the producer of The Godfather. You ready for hot take of the show? It's and a then fucking phenomenal. We'll show. be able to sign off on this. Bottom. Phenomenal. You ready? Yeah. As the film kid, 
as the the one that went to film school and I absolutely love film. Yeah. I don't like The Godfather. That's terrifying. Because that's wildly considered top three best movies ever made. I don't like it. I fucking love it. I don't like it. No. I, I don't think it actually accomplishes much storytelling wise. I think it's well acted. I think Mario Puzo would fucking disagree with you, sir. I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's well acted. I don't think the story itself well, the, it's well acted because it's Brando, Pacino. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. it's well acted. The story itself, uh, the depth of story, the payoff, and everything, it's not there. I don't think it's actually that good of a movie. Trust me, my film school wasn't overly happy when I said that either. Yeah, I would disagree though. You you I would, can I would disagree. You can. I think the pacing is, I think it's, one, I think it's bloated. I think there's way more movie in there than actually needs to be. You sound, I, you sound like, have you watched The Offer? No. You sound like one of the executives from Paramount. I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you just watched that and you'd it, be like, fuck. No, I, I, think the, I think the film is bloated. It's, it's too long. There's too much. You, whoever your editor was, was too weak to tell you that it didn't need to be there to further the story. I think you're describing The Irishman also. I the Irishman was. I, I, I will throw I, a huge cast at a shit movie. I didn't watch it. I couldn't make it through it. I didn't watch it. I couldn't make it through. It. Yeah, everybody told me how fucking long it was, and I was like, I'm out. It, I tried. It, that is, you threw an A cast at a C movie, and it's it's not good. But The Godfather, I think, is it's bloated. The payoff isn't actually there. Don't write movies that require a sequel. A good movie gets a sequel because you want more of it. Not it has to have a sequel to actually finish the story. That's not well written. Well, the sequel was was better than the original. The, Godfather the, Two is better than Godfather. There's an argument to be made that I will agree with. That I will agree with. Godfather Godfather Three was a fucking abortion, but Godfather Two was phenomenal, and one of um, one of the only sequels to ever make the fucking like top lists. Yeah, right? it's, like, it's of I don't think it's grossing films and shit. And you can go ahead and clip that shit so everybody can get fucking mad. But yeah, I don't think I don't think Godfather is actually that good of a movie. Yeah, that's weird to me. That's and actually, and by the formula of what makes a good movie, it doesn't check any of the boxes either, other than the A cast. You know what though? It didn't then either. Watch that show. I think you. I think you. I'll try it. I think you as a, as a film guy. I think you'll actually enjoy the show for what the show is because it talks about the behind the scenes process of putting like of making a movie, you know, and everything. And and it it it. it, it it, it, I'm going to laugh when Jazz comes back and goes, this was the most horrible show I've ever fucking watched yeah. about the most horrible movie I've ever fucking seen. I didn't say it was horrible. He's, I just don't think it's gonna as good feel, as everybody says it is. He's going to feel attacked because he's going to feel attacked. And I, and I say that because he's a film guy. He's going to be like, I fucking understood all the struggles that they were dealing with in this fucking show. I don't think it's as good as everybody makes it out to be. Um, I think it did unlock a genre that we've gotten some great fills from. Well, it, it uh, but I mean, essentially made a whole fucking TV series. It made a, it made an entire series, The Sopranos. Uh, yeah. It also Which unlocked and I've it established never, a lot of those have actors. Have you watched The Sopranos? Yeah. Have you watched The Sopranos? Yeah. I've never watched the whole thing. I did, All this, I, you don't, don't know how it ends? I haven't watched it's it. It's the same it's every completion. fucking You don't know how it ends? It, people die. But, yeah, the same yeah. that everything else ends. <laughs> the way every mafia movie does. Yeah. cuts in the middle of a fucking scene and it'll make you angry. <laughs> I, I think there's I think there's way better fucking mafia movies out there. And I'll give Godfather credit for that. It it 
it opened up that entire yeah, like, genre of you, doing. You know, it's a way better mafia movie. So you get to think Boondock the, Saints. There was gangster. <laughs> yeah. There, there, was, there was gangster movies. Goodfellas. There was gangster movies before The Godfather. There was gangster movies. There wasn't mafia movies. Well, so interesting, fun fact. The word mafia was only in the original screenplay of The Godfather one time. Mm-hmm. And it was removed by because Joe Colombo, the leader of the Colombo family. Yeah. Ask them to remove the the word mafia, yeah, yeah. and they did. Like, I mean, dude, the behind the scenes of this, and uh, from a producer standpoint, is fucking like watch that show, watch that show. The and look here's why the I think the Godfather is a phenomenal isn't, show isn't good. And I'm gonna make this a comparison so that everybody understands. What's your favorite war movie? Cool, Apocalypse Now is up there. Okay, fine. That's we'll take that. Okay, favorite war movie. Well, let's go with that one. I want to see where you're going with this. Just going to go apocalypse now. Sure. Okay. Now let's make it realistic. Okay. So let's put in uh, all it's of. It's pretty realistic. It's not though. So <laughs> it's not that realistic. <laughs> so they went in there and smoked the weird girl. Okay. Let's Hurt be Lock. real. Hurt Lock. Okay. <laughs> How fucking dare you, sir? Even if you're joking, that's not okay. <laughs> One we've talked about. Okay, fine. Then I thought I we were will, talking about ones that are realistic. I will. Full I will, metal jacket. Okay. Sure. Full metal jacket. Let's put all the realism in. Okay. Okay. You just get Hamburger Hill. So now, no. <laughs> now ninety five percent of the movie is everybody just sitting around waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put the realism of military in. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, and that's why I think Jarhead needs it's to be in the ninety five. Well, I was gonna say I was actually gonna say let's go let's you know what let's take Jarhead. Yeah. And, and I was actually gonna say like because you picked Apocalypse Now, which is again a Brando fucking it is a great it's gary kubiak it's a great movie <laughs> but as soon as you get brando involved you're you're going to maximum drama that's it, like it's just you're very, very you're, you're dialing it up right very true this is the guy that did citizen kane hmm. <laughs> you're you're gonna get maximum it which for film it's escapism right that's what it should be it's you shouldn't be getting the real world you should be getting something that transports you he was the first big method actor well, like, that and the, I mean, the fact that Citizen Kane is considered the the best film ever made and has been forever since what since Citizen Kane came out? It, it, well, since the top one, something. since AFI came, when AFI released the American Film Institute, when they released the top 100 films ever made, Citizen Kane went on top. <clears throat> and since then, it has never been budged. Never been it is still top. the number one film ever. Yep. Made. If you haven't seen Citizen Kane, do yourself a favor. Go see it. Red Bud. Um, 1941. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he accomplished that film at the time is mind blowing. Fucking bananas. That's when like people died because they didn't have CGI. uh, Yeah. (laughs) So so it's an incredible film. Anyways, when you put, (laughs) when you put, so let's take Jarhead. Okay. It's a good film. I make a lot of fun of it because it's of the, it's the most accurate war film but maybe it, ever and, made. and that's why i make fun of it is because it's actually incredibly accurate but what they do cut out is they cut out the the moments that happen that are real the whole getting recruited on the shitter the whole like you don't really have an option this is just what the fuck i'm going to tell you you're going to go do the hey we're going to watch this movie oh fuck you it's a sex tape of your wife like these are real happenings this is actually what the fuck that's went truth. on <laughs> yeah but they're cutting out that everything was, in that, between. That was almost a biopic, man. Yeah. The 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 football is like, oh, you're having fun? Fine, let's do it in mop four. It like Yeah. It yeah. 
that shit's real. They are really showing outside of the, there wasn't a lot of gunfighting going on. Sure. It was a lot of the inside the wire shit that we were dealing with in that film. Right. But what they don't show is the, you just sitting there for three days in gear, waiting to get told that you're going to do something. But Jarhead, they kind of did. They kind of do. Which which is why I appreciate that film. But this is what I'm talking about with The Godfather, is yeah. it's a lot of like, whose fucking kitchen are we in now? And it's just... You, you gotta watch it, the it's show, just dude. <laughs> you gotta watch it's the like, show. It's like, <laughs> this shit doesn't work. Like, the reason that, like, Goodfellas is so good yeah. is that you only get the spicy bits. They cut out... And that's the big joke about war is that war is 95% boredom with 5% five percent of utter terror in, interjected. Right. Like that's, that's war. Accurate. But if you did a war movie like that where it was 95% of the audience bored as fuck with 5% spiciness, nobody would fucking say anything good about your film. Yeah. That's my feeling about The Godfather is that I got 95% of people talking in a fucking kitchen and 5% where it's fucking good. You've got to watch the fucking show. It's, so, it's, <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's not good storytelling. It's overacted boredom. Part of the allure of The Godfather is that it's not made to be a mafia movie. It's made to be a movie about family. Could be any American family. They just happen to be in an extraordinary situation. And this is this is almost literally the pitch that they gave Paramount, right? <laughs> according to the show, right? But it, it comes up with a good point. It's not just about that. It could be any family, all right? Like power, power is power, right? And the patriarch of the family in The Godfather is obviously Vito Corleone, right? And and which later passes to Michael, right? Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it. Fuck You're not spoiling anything yourself. at this point. <laughs> right? Fucking, um, my point is, is um, it, 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 you keep talking about talking in a kitchen. One of the big well, selling points is, is like they had to fucking like Francis Ford Coppola was like, I need a working kitchen. And he, right? was, and he was like, no, you don't. And he's like, he's like, it's 70 grand for a working kitchen. He's like, I need it. They're going to be making stupid. They're, they're going to be making sauce and talking about the sauce. Exactly. Exactly. It's literally in. Why the fuck? Why the fuck is that a movie? Talk Why to, the fuck is that? That's it, no. This talk, argument is like. Talk no, to Francis Ford Coppola. Top Gun. <laughs> top Gun isn't about fighter jets. This is actually about the brotherhood of serving. It's but like. Did they no, use, it's not. Did they no, use real not. F-14 Tomcats though? Because you need one of those. You do. <laughs> it's a lot more than 70 grand. Fact, the kid who played <laughs> Rooster. Fucking. Uh, what's his name? In the new Top Gun. The new Top Gun's so good. Maverick is a fantastic film. The, the, Miles Teller. Miles, Miles Teller, Teller is the lead character in The Offer. He, oh, is he, he? He plays Al Ruddy. Oh, does he? Yeah. I like him. It's, who doesn't? Ever since, he's well, fucking great. Ever since he did Whiplash. He's, he's fucking, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. 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 But so he's the lead character in, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to watch it, but yeah, I, I'll fucking, I honestly think you'll enjoy the show. I don't think the Godfather is actually that good. I'm, I'm curious to hear your opinion after you watch that show it's probably just going to reinforce my opinion. It gives, it gives you perspective. I'll say that. I appreciated the Godfather. I was, I've always been a Godfather fan. I appreciated it more after watching that show. It, it will probably just reinforce the fact that maybe it it's, will. A, it's an overdone movie. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Uh, maybe you'll identify with the fucking, uh, whatever his name is Barry in the show. And cause he makes the same exact point. 
It's I was like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, are you sure you haven't seen this fucking show? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, ah. As somebody that went to film school, I actually watch a strikingly little amount of shit about the industry. Well, it's like it's like a mechanic changing his own oil. Yeah. You don't really do that. Anyways, this has gone on too long. Yeah. Jazz is getting out of here, obviously. He's already turned his shit off. All right. I'm gonna, raise, I'm gonna raise my glass. Okay, let's finish. It just fucking cheers, cheers, boys. Like, share, subscribe, smash those buttons. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. But uh, the Godfather's not that good. Don't tell them that, because that's just a bold-faced lie, right? <laughs> that is one opinion compared to the rest of the world that says it's an amazing flick. So, um, anyways, uh, three little things, guys. Not hard to do. Jazz? Smoke on. John? Drink on. God damn it, kids. Freedom, Freedom to fuck on. Later.